everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Late Late Capitalism Show with Jesse and to my left. You got your boy Chance here. And beyond him we have... Folks, hello, it's Dean. And rounding up the panel we have as always... Uh, me, Megan. Sorry, I'm just hacking the mainframe as Jesse would like to say right now. So That's ignore right. any typing you may hear. Absolutely. It's me, baby. So on today's show we're going to be doing kind of a catch up and discussing the many, many things that have happened since we spoke last. But before we get into the nitty gritty of the protest movement, the things it's accomplished and where it may lie moving forward, there's two things I'd like to talk about. One is uh, an old standby, a continuation of a series, which is our deep dive into Conservapedia. But before that, before that, we must uh, talk about a subject near and dear to my heart, something that I've been aware of for Probably, okay, fun fact, I got a YouTube account in July 2007, so I've been on YouTube in some way, shape, or form for 13 years. Horrible, horrible Awful. news. Jesse no, also, so folks, old. Uh, Jesse's very old, but also, uh, content warning, we are going to do bad swears oh, and talk yeah. about uh, gamers. Yeah, and talk about gamers. Uh, we're going to say the G word, <laughs> That's right. uncensored. So, gaming YouTube. I was there from its inception to what is now, as we were discussing off mic, uh, become like this massive multi-million dollar industry. But what I want to talk about is the fact that a gaming YouTuber that I had followed for years, who had otherwise been completely apolitical, he's like a Reddit guy, this week. Who's the guy? Pat Boivin from Two Best Friends Play, a Montreal-based streaming oh. gaming group that, that have broken up man alive they, the french canadian gamer yes <laughs> and you know <laughs> he was so french canadian and so much of a gamer that he like alienated from his friends and like they like broke this super successful <laughs> channel because he was just such an asshole yeah that being said after years of him just being like i don't understand politics this week on his twitter feed what do i see him retweeting videos of protesters him being like look at this fucking bullshit when it's like cops abusing people yeah. and him telling like his gamer followers to eat shit if they don't agree with the protest. That's right. Snaps. That's, like, that's <laughs> like, actually oh my sick. God. Oh my that, God. That is sick. You know this what? This is how we had the Zoomers on our side. This, and that's why this movement has legs because even the gamers are under. <laughs> Jake yeah. Paul, Logan Paul, <laughs> the Paul brothers. No. Yeah, I. This I is unbelievable. What am the Paul brothers doing it? Yeah, because yeah. he's he's going to jail now. In in gamer news, he's going to jail for six months for looting. What? One of the Paul brothers, yeah. Yeah. For um, looting? Oh my lord. For looting, yeah. He he didn't actually did loot anything, but no. he, he was what? eating and abetting and looting. Anyways. That's just cool. Everyone can just look into that themselves because that's like t- covered by tons of people right oh now. Oh, my God. He's one of the most famous Zoomer media um, uh, personalities right now. Yeah. To, to my protesters out there, you are making a difference. Gamer YouTube is finally rising up, <laughs> and they will stand with you. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, be- it's becoming a household name. First, they came for the gamers, but I did not say anything. Another thing I saw was that Yorkshire T made a stand. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So... In uh, Boomer T Media, uh, someone said something about, like, I hope, or in all of this, like, civil unrest, um, I hope Yorkshire T doesn't do anything like other companies have when it comes to Black Lives Matter. And then Yorkshire T was like, okay, you can just stop buying our tea then because we're totally on side with this and that's the reason why we haven't said anything is because we want to leave, like, everyone... They they kind of didn't want to put marketing first before like the right. the talk around the movement. Yeah, and they were like they literally just like directly tweeted this person or whatever it's called, and uh, they said, "Yeah, just don't buy our tea anymore because we don't want you to buy it." Oh my god! And then someone was like, "Oh, now I'm gonna have to buy PG or something like that, some other major like tea coming." 
think about Honestly, that. Honestly, this is like the fourth time I've seen a Yorkshire tea make headlines about politics. Like yeah. it w- it recently, I don't even remember if it was someone conservative or someone liberal, but someone posted with their tea in the background being like, love my morning cup, like some British politician. And then everyone's like, I'm boycotting your tea now, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then they were like, yeah, we really apologize. Like we don't endorse this person. They just happen to be drinking our tea, which makes me think it was a conservative politician that posed yeah, with probably. the tea. But anyway, so anyway, Yorkshire tea is always embroiled. Yeah, so someone uh, else. It's always steeped in drought. Oh <laughs> that, was, that was just bad. You were sitting on that one. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm very smart. So yeah, and then so this person was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to drink some other like off-brand tea," and then they were like, "Nah, you're not gonna drink ours either because we support Black Lives Matter." Too. <laughs> and it was really funny. It's just like the the tea giants are coming out hard on this one. Getting cucked by the tea company. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he uh, may be at into that. David's Tea. What have you been doing? <laughs> Sorry, That's uh, right. shutting down in Kingston. Uh, people don't realize that David's Tea was founded by David Duke. <laughs> oh no! That's not true. That's oh, not no. true. <laughs> no, that is true. That's not that, true. No, that's right. Uh, direct any legal concerns to our email, the Late Late Capitalism <laughs> Show, and that email is llcscfrc at gmail.com. Uh, David's T said Black Lives Matter. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Mitt yeah. Romney also marched with the Black Lives yeah, Matter Yeah, okay. People, I'll, so I'll believe it when absolutely. I Absolutely. <laughs> that's like, um, um, I've had some beef with some of the companies going on right now because a lot of them are like, oh, here's all the pride stuff. And, and, uh, but n- like, yeah, read they, the room. They just kind of, but they also just kind of like throw donations around every once in a while. And yeah. it's like, why don't you actually do anything for the community that you're a part of? You know, you know why? what I mean? Because they're companies. They don't give a shit. Obviously, it's marketing. Dean, it was a rhetorical question. Okay. <laughs> the audience was supposed to know the answer. You fell for it. Uh, fuck. Wait, <laughs> fuck. I'm a simpleton. You, you are. You're a simp. If you know the answer, remember to email us. I'm going to keep pushing the email until, <laughs> until I hit yeah. 69 inboxes. Just going to keep. Jesse Bell, uh, desperate, desperate for human contact. Uh, uh, that would be LLCSCFRC at gmail.com. Thank you. It yeah. It's, uh, it's big mother booty at pornhub.com. Yeah. That's also our second email. I told you not to give <laughs> out my right. private account. <laughs> uh, Dean's OnlyFans email for the record to <laughs> sign up for Conservapedia. So get ready to give me my verification info, please. <laughs> they won't let me control the email account. For yes, many I want to reasons. hear more about Conservapedia. Now, that perfect segue. We're continuing <laughs> our look at the greatest conservative movies of all time. And I've got a couple for you here today. We have been kind of jumping around, but right now we're starting off in the F category. Nice. First movie, Fred Claus. Yes. I thought you were going to say Freddy Got Fingered, and I was really <laughs> stoked. I was like, <laughs> I the ultimate conservative Fred film. Claus. Yeah, Fred Claus is good. Uh, what makes it conservative? It's sort of like, oh, it's got Vince Vaughn. Yeah, <laughs> that is literally the first sentence. Yep. Republican actor Vince Vaughn plays Fred Claus, the older brother of Christmas icon Santa Claus, born Nicholas Nick Claus in this universe. I don't know why they clarified it. <laughs> we know who he is. <laughs> Yo, who's this Claus guy? <laughs> what the fuck? Fred who? <laughs> uh, so they clarify. Fred must overcome his jealousy to remember the importance of their literally immortal family and save Christmas from being ruined. A major theme of redemption applies to Fred and the young orphan Samuel Slam Gibbons and the evil efficiency expert Clyde Archibald what? Northcutt, all of whom learn the errors of their ways. Becoming a better person is conservative. I love name- <laughs> <laughs> I love having, being an orphan named Slam. I was going to yeah. say, there's no way this kid isn't just like, you know, 
swimming in it with the nickname slam <laughs> like oh that God. sets you up for yeah. for a, a future of success right there now traditional gender roles are depicted by the elves in fred claus the men make baseball bats for the boys and the women make hula hoops for the girls there is a positive hula establishment are gender fucking neutral <laughs> yeah, well, so are baseball yeah, bats that's no, coming from bats are boy things. i'm not gonna lie Hula hoops being gender neutral is literally words that came out of the most effeminate male at this table. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you really have okay, a point wait, there. Yeah, we all played with hula hoops growing up, right, guys? I'm Dean, sorry. Dean actually has one of the biggest beards at the table. Now, yeah, biggest so. beard, lowest T levels. It's yeah, weird how they correlate. They call it a beard. That's true. <laughs> We have an in, we have an inverse beard to T ratio as I am medically <laughs> elevated testosterone and I'm currently rocking the smallest Right, okay, one. can we talk about this? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. So our, yes, our dear our dear friend and co host Jesse um, cut all of this. Who no, normally this is, has a giant beard. No yeah, well, normally not giant. No, but bigger than the beard. other two. Normally, uh, Jesse sort of looks like, you know, vaguely uh, Eastern European. John sort of Wayne. Like, yeah, a little like a lumberjacky vibe. Uh, oh, definitely lumberjack. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like sort of like, like, Paul like he Bunyan. has like some cozy cabins up somewhere, cottage core to yeah. the highest degree. Oh yeah, he's like cottage you know court. in that college humor sketch about trying to find like I've a winter boyfriend. Yes, yeah. yes. Jesse has winter boyfriend vibes. Humor in twenty twenty. That's right. Yeah. They still but be unfortunately, I don't know. Did you like fall into like some Home Alone contraption of like rotating knives? This is not the don't roast make of fun Jesse. Of him. No. Okay. Uh, no, I'm making fun of him. So Sorry that I'm trying to be heroic and infiltrate the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that I literally look like an idiot, so I c so I can stop cops from you know killing you. That's, yeah, that's let's <laughs> let's roast the guy who's yeah. doing so the most Jesse practical work. So Jesse has shaved here. off his beard, uh, and as such, he looks like an amalgamation of all of the FBI's 100 most wanted men, I, all like wrapped up into one human being. I, I, am I alone here? I think Jesse looks great. Yeah. You're alone. I yeah. also think it's, it's literally right. it's weird that the effeminate side of the table now. Yeah. Okay. I last don't like this. last I, week you guys said you were canceling me and calling out my behavior. This is the dean is canceled. I am so. shocked and astonished that, was that a no high one five. is on. Like no, I thought we were supposed to be a funny podcast. Everyone can't actually Dean. like each We're other. also a friends podcast. Dean, you look, <laughs> Dean, you look like the male Claire Saffitz, bitch. You got gray in your hair. Yeah, Dean. <laughs> Dean, this isn't Shit. the view. Okay, we don't just sit here and mildly bitch we'll at each other. Later, Megan, don't worry. <laughs> All right, like I want to to wear, lady. Can That's I finish my review of Fred Claus? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have two <laughs> other ones after this that are important. <laughs> I, sorry, we got a little mild politically incorrect humor is featured. That's that's all I had to say. You couldn't <laughs> let me finish a sentence. I had five words. Watch Fred we Claus. Were, we were so close. We were gonna, so I, I'd like to apologize to Vince Vaughn. Now I'm going to talk about Forbidden Planet. You want to know what the review for Forbidden Planet is? Please add info. <laughs> Why is it there? It. What, is, what is this website, what? man? This website is like... It, it has less information on it than literally any other website I've ever Except witnessed. Except for the next entry, which is G-Force, the movie about guinea pigs. The guinea pig <laughs> super oh, secret spy oh. I had to edit this. There was so <laughs> much information. There were three paragraphs. What, what makes Why? it a bastion of conservative value? I'm glad you asked, Dean. So sapient <laughs> animals use technology for good, but their help is shut down by government agents, clearly shown in a negative light. But aren't they also government agents? Uh, uh, <laughs> Dean, Dean, keep up, buddy. 
Well, the secret villain in the movie is pushing anti-human sentiments. <laughs> in the end, he realizes the error of his ways and learns Hashtag that not all mammals matters most. The movie shows that you don't need authority to stop wrongdoing. You just have to be willing to fight for what is right. And with that, let's talk all about... Wait, can I just say, I went to Conservapedia, and oh, like they have um, suggested articles, and one of them is the worst college major, so I clicked I on it, <laughs> and it says that if students now go to college and decide to study something other than their list of worst college majors, they are charged extra for the audacity of picking something actually good that will lead to a job. So They're right. Okay. Let's let's hear this list real quick. There are 56 of them. Okay, let's no. not hear that <laughs> list. Chance. I'm going to be but honest with you. All nothing of our... on Conservapedia is concise. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that my major is probably on that list somewhere. What was somewhere. your major? Philosophy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on here. It's my, number one. Yeah, they're sitting there and they're like, on here jesse's majors on here dean's actually saved cool. bio you're you're great you yeah. have so many job prospects yeah. with a bio undergrad Congrats, of man. course yeah <laughs> 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 fucking slam that's yeah. how you turn the tables on dean dean was a, a tyrannical force for a moment there but now he's just yeah, getting lambasted <laughs> speaking would, of tyrannical forces actually i want to touch on one more thing which megan's <laughs> gonna get mad at me about so chance you noticed that our podcast uh one of the recommended podcasts linked to it is is what exactly? Oh yeah, um, the lovely Ben Shapiro podcast. I don't even know what the name is. Uh, the of Ben it. Shapiro show. Yeah. Oh, the, the Ben Shapiro our show. Favorite little plastic boy. So if, apparently, if you find us on Apple Music, I believe it is uh, right next to us Apple is podcast. Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I'm not bougie like that. Sorry, yeah, uh, I'm Apple's number one fan, so get it right. <laughs> She has Steve Jobs tattooed on her cheeks. Um, so, like, apparent, apparently, <laughs> apparently on Apple Podcasts, uh, right beside us is God Save the Podcast or whatever it's called, as well as uh, Ben Shapiro Show. Which is perfect. I, I think I know why. I think the algorithm has seen that we have capitalism in the title and that some of our episode titles include Don Cherry and Wegsit. Yeah. Oh, true. Has assumed. Yeah. <laughs> and nope. also that fact that we're marked as like clean and not explicit. I think they've assumed that we are a conservative podcast. Yeah, which is... For an algorithm, a fair assumption. But and that's also how you infiltrate those viewers. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, if we get a lot of people listening to us that hate us, that honestly would fuel the fire. And like, I would want to continue and go harder than previously. This is why we made an email. There's a very special woman who I know is listening. Yeah. Abby Shapiro. <laughs> oh, oh, I know Abby. you can hear me. I know that you're taking a break from painting your toes and tweeting marriage rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you're looking at your husband with lifeless eyes. And I know. Like a doll's eyes. That kind of like in the movie God's Not Dead. When he mm. walks in the room, you switch the Late Late Capitalism show just to a copy of the St. <laughs> James Bible on your iPod. And I know you can hear my voice. Abby, you know where to find me. I tweeted at you today. Send me your phone number. Abby Shapiro, send Jesse <laughs> Abby, your phone number he challenge. I can save you. I you know can what? save you. I can teach you the better way. Abby, to quote the <laughs> the legendary uh, Third Eye Blind, I want to get back to the place where I fell asleep inside you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want something else. <laughs> you know what? I was actually, musically, the, the scenarios you set up where she's just like, you know, trying to hide the fact that she's listening to our show, I immediately thought of Lips of an Angel. 
where it's like oh, <laughs> when i hear song. your voice <laughs> yeah yeah it's like on the phone with your with the other man like it, that's exactly the scenario it's really good to hear your part <laughs> saying my name i'll that's show us. you feet. I, we rarely ask anything of our listeners but uh if you could get abby shapiro to acknowledge the existence follow me of our yeah get her to follow at dirtbag dickhead yeah, on, twi- also, on twitter Jesse, put the podcast in your Never. bio on twitter <laughs> <laughs> if abby shapiro follows me i will do that yeah sorry please but we need abby to follow jesse please make this we're happen. both milky white we're both idiots <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're both <laughs> dumb bimbo we honestly yes our cognitive functioning <laughs> levels definitely concerning she, she does put uh, ice cubes and beer. And yeah, yeah. She's a freak. Posted a photo. She posted a, a proud photo of her eating uh, a hot dog, a like two hot dogs in one bun. A simpleton's lunch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah. And then, the village and then idiot's just delight. <laughs> <laughs> and then beer with ice. Yeah, you know what? I, I, that actually sounds sick, though. And it's making me question my own like. <laughs> yeah, because we're all stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I was just had like, that wow. Lunch last week, <laughs> but I'm also a moron. Just canned beans, like. Like beans on toast kind of beans are disgusting. Yeah, and British so people sweet. are disgusting okay. for eating that for All right. every meal. I'm sorry, Megan. I didn't know you hated poor people. Well, okay, there's Ooh, other beans. Juggalo, like poor people. <laughs> yeah, yeah juggalettes. Beans, lima beans. Black anything beans. tastes better than that weird refried bean stuff that you just heat what? up like a soup. It's Bush's gross. beans? What? You mean, that's you mean Bush's beans. When I'm, like yeah. the Heinz beans. You right? do realize when I lay on my bed, I'm thinking about those beans. Thinking about those oh, beans. yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know, Megan. Th- that's a hot take that you need to like hold on to. Well, I, I, we might even have to cut this out. I, we can all agree to disagree because it's just beans. Something no, we else. can all just agree that you're wrong all because right, beans fine. are queens. Something else we all agree on is our wholehearted support for Wexit. And I've heard there's a major <laughs> development yes. out in Alberta. Dean, Megan, whoever, lay it down on me. Oh, okay. So we're getting into actual topics. Yes. Today, well, which... I mean, we well, already no, were. No, we were covering some serious. I don't know. <laughs> beans, beans are, are still, like, I'm sitting on that one. <laughs> we're going to have a whole episode on beans. I'm gonna, I'll come back to Bean you with months. my rebuttal. So Alberta, the Alberta uh, premier and cabinet has become, what, like, ultra fascist, I suppose, and has uh, now put this bill into legislature, which is called Bill 1. Uh, it's the Critical Infrastructure Defense Act. It's the most psycho shit I've ever seen in my entire even, life. Yeah, even the name. Yeah. Really yeah, demonic. Like, like, the thing about Alberta is that, like, it used to be, they used to be, like, so fun and cute and stupid. Uh, it was, like, you know how, like, oh, you sometimes... you always racist. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, they're but, always, yeah. like, racist, but, like... We like we talk about it on the show. It's sort of like taking your kid brother to hang out with your friends, and you sort of like all make fun of him and like yeah, push okay, him down and fair. shit. Yeah. Uh, but now, like they've sort of gone beyond the pale here for me, and they're not funny or charming like dumb hillbillies anymore. You thought you thought the Buffalo Declaration was hilarious? I thought we had fun that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there. I was having a blast. That was a really good one. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they basically the whole like media coverage of this started when Sonia Savage, I think her name is. Which uh, like, again, that's a Captain Planet villain name. <laughs> like what the fuck? Randy's yeah, daughter. She's we- the <laughs> Minister of Energy of Alberta. She tweet or like said in an interview maybe two weeks ago now saying like, now's a great time to build a pipeline actually because oh, no one can protest it because yeah. there's like a five person Naomi limit. Guess again, bitch. People eye. are only protesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically this like infrastructure defense act thing they created because of the rail blockades earlier this mm-hmm. year. It's just become like more 
known now because they pushed it in like on the 28th or something. So basically what it does is say that you cannot enter like march on protest anything that the Alberta cabinet deems essential infrastructure, which includes highways and under their um, like categorization of highways it means like any through fare at all so you cannot protest on the sidewalk and basically the, it gives the cabinet full power to decide like if what you're doing is like trespassing mm. and it gives them the power to decide what essential infrastructure is at the time so they could like technically literally arrest you for walking down the sidewalk uh even if you're not protesting like hopefully so, something like that doesn't happen but so you can uh protest like social issues like you just can't protest against them building well, no, infrastructure? No, the, the point or of this is that any they can arrest basically any, any anyone at any time. Like it's fucked. What the, the, yeah, it, the it, hell? It, man. it opens it up so that they have legislation so they can enforce it whenever they feel necessary. Yeah, yeah. The, and we all know who this is going to affect the most. Yeah, so white the, people. The basis That's right. of it is that it's just like worded so broadly that it's like insane it's obviously unconstitutional it will be repealed by the supreme court as soon as someone takes it to their supreme court but that takes a number of years so jason kenney essentially won't be the premier anymore mm. by the time it's repealed no he'll be prime and minister they can, yeah or sorry premier no he'll, he will be no, he will be prime minister at that point but like they can force through every pipeline, every yeah, like so dog shit policy. There's nothing to stop. Them. And, yeah. and the problem is obviously a lot of pipelines are built on indigenous land. So this bill means that indigenous people can be arrested for like gathering food, hunting, fishing on their own land as long as it's like if it's at all adjacent to where they're building a pipeline. So it it's like so far reaching, it's insane. So yeah, anyway. It, you know what? It reminds me we brought this up before when we were actually talking about Wexit. Bill C-51 did a very similar thing when it declared anyone who protests or inhibits economic expansion in Canada is considered a terrorist. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, so pretty much like, which included anyone at the G20 summits uh, who was protesting or anyone who was at um, like any kind of indigenous like reservation uh, blockade or anything like that was considered a terrorist. And it even specifically outlined that indigenous activists were terrorists. So I think it's funny because on one hand, I'm like, wow, this is horrible. And on the other hand, I'm like, suck it, bitch. You just got fucked by uh, Stephen Harper. He already did it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen this before, just man. Tired retread. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like, it's yeah. it, well, that's what it is. It's It's pretty much just lamenting what was already set in place, which was that, you know, if we decide to fuck over people, we can fuck them over. Um, if we don't like what they're doing or if they stand against us, we can mow them down. Um, and the world's exactly the same, just a little bit worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they already had that, but now it's just in writing, right? Yeah. Like, or, or more so like they have more jurisdiction over it. Um, so it's incredibly upsetting, but I think it goes further back than even just bill one. Like I think within the province of Alberta, like you would have to even repeal like the the anti-terrorism act and stuff like that if you really wanted to have change because they would just use that against you mm -hmm. i feel like they're they're gonna use they and they have they'll use anything they want in order to get what they want right yeah essentially i was reading this twitter thread about it from david khan and he was saying like all of these laws of like actually protesting like on top of a pipeline like climbing up onto it or something or like causing property damage at a protest like there are already laws 
to stop that. It's yeah. basically that they've like unified it into this like really for a reaching one that comes with really heavy sentencing. So it's $25,000 if you're accused of doing this and six months jail time. You know what? That would even hit like the Westboro Baptist Church. Like uh, their, oh, their protests. Hit them? Yeah, yeah. It's really going to, it's going to smash them. But I was just thinking about like, like even either side of the political extreme spectrum, right? I think it would just affect what it means to protest because you just couldn't do it which is like like you said that's a part of our um uh, our rights as canadians and and as people with living within this like uh border is that we have the right to protest right and we have the right to um uh, peacefully uh what's the called what uh peacefully assemble peacefully yeah you you have the right to peaceably assemble so it's like you know as soon as they shut that down like there's no way that that could be enforced. But at the same time, I've said that before about things and I've been surprised that things have gone yeah. through because it just seems so ridiculous, right? Well, even then, just having the legal precedent in place, whether or not it's enforceable, still sets a very bad, uh, it's a very bad omen for the future of, you know, collective action and protesting as a movement as a whole yeah. in Canada, especially, uh, which is a real shame because we're seeing for the first yeah. time in a very long time protesting actually fucking works. I, I was just going to say like, and maybe this is too pie in the sky. And of course, like we're a very different country than the States. But uh, if I was in Alberta right now, I'd be like, okay, well, they're making it illegal to protest. Let's just see if we can get every single person in the province to protest. Big ass, I know, but like they talk a big game about caring about freedom and speech of speech and all that shit. Like, Okay, Alberta, I have a proposition for you. All of the oil field wives of Canada, all of the Facebook <laughs> pages, all of the meme groups, uh, meme groups about how you'd love to like just shoot a hot, like blast a massive oily load on Justin Trudeau or whatever you talk about. <laughs> Is that what they uh, talk about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they talk about. Uh, I promise as a liberal who is controlling the media, I will unban your accounts. I will get your grandchildren to respond to your emails if you go out and protest this. If you care about your freedom of speech and you want to want people to hear the dumb shit that you have to say, now is the time to prove it. They can't arrest you all. They don't have enough jail cells. You know what they'll no. have to do? No. At a certain point, the cops will have to like put you in a baby bouncer and carry you around. And that's <laughs> yeah. your own personal prison. But you know and what? you know what? A lot of people would be really into that. Yeah. You know I what, though? Be. What what the One thing we have witnessed is that... Uh, the police have invested tons of money into rubber bullets and, <laughs> and any kind of anti-riot stuff. So, like, if you're okay with, like, you know, losing an eye here and there, you might want to go out there and 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 stand in the streets. Like, like it, it sounds wild, and we say things like, oh, they can't arrest you all, but they can certainly maim, like, thousands of people at once. Yeah. You I'm know, already they have though. the, I was going to say, they have. selling my point here, man. <laughs> I know it's terrifying, and that's what I'm getting at. Like it's it's terrifying to see how people react to protests right now. At the same time, though, well, and we'll touch on this later when we talk about the protests on a larger scale. Cops are also huge pussies and are just at this point starting to give up and like run away, partially because they've realized the more violent they act, the more they get their asses kicked. 
But uh, we'll get to that in all well, due time. Yeah, I don't mean to spin the topic, but uh, did you guys hear about the police chief, I believe, in New York City? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bye-bye, sweetie. Made, made a statement, and he was just like, it's a shame how you're treating us. Oh, yeah. Cops yeah. vilifying Cops us in the media. hate to be treated the way they treat other people. Yeah, yeah. They quite cannot literally. stand It's it. funny. Yeah. All of his points, someone pointed it out. They took all of the points that he made and put it beside how their police service was treating protesters mm. and it's like you're dehumanizing us and then it's someone like beating the fuck out of a protester with a baton and it's like you're attacking us in the streets and there's people like you know breaking other people's property and shit like that like the cops doing cops this. are slashing tires yeah, yeah. They, ta- they referred to it as like tactical demobilization or something yeah. which i swear is something i invented <laughs> yeah it's petty it's petty bullshit but, um and 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 it makes me wonder and and i just hope that all of the pamphlets out there that tell you how to protect yourself from tear gas, how to protect yourself from even rubber bullet shots, any kind of facial recognition stuff. If there was ever a time to read those, yeah. you know, like I've been yeah. reading them There's since I was a little little there. kid uh, just because I'm a weirdo. But like, please, like just for public safety's sake, when shit hits the fan in Canada um and, and in general and and it, and it kind of already has like if we if we mm. look at our neighboring country and if we look at some of the instances that have occurred in Canada over the past few weeks of all the times to read those uh anti police riot gear uh pamphlets that t- just tell you how to protect yourself and the other people around you now is the time to actually give those some uh some credence and to actually sit down and, and understand how you can protect yourself from those kinds of things because it's really dangerous. Ah, but Chance, what if we have pe- strong people protecting us from this brutality and this violence? Ooh. Leaders, heroes, you could say. Guardians. On bended knee, wearing their kente cloth <laughs> and yes. bandanas yes. over their mouths. Wait, I've, I've been very excited. To get wait, 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 let's can hear I make it. one more point about the Alberta thing before we move on? Yes, oh, of course, uh, of course. I would, I would love to hear more about uh, Alberta. I love, this is they're just my favorite province. A, a funny anecdote part, Alberta but there's a, an Alberta left-wing podcast called a Alberta Advantage, which uh, they don't know we exist, but I want them to be like our BFF pod. Uh, I feel like that'd be cute. S- What's the pod? opposite of a pod B? <laughs> no, we're going to do a cultural exchange with them. We're, they're going to send love. one of their members here, and I'm going to go out to Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> I've already decided we'll it's going to be you me. Back. No, Go absolutely. Right We're queer as shit uh, for Alberta. There's a lot of lonely oil wives out there. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, tweeted in response to this like conservative politician who like went, or I don't even know if she's a politician, but she went in front of their... Uh, provincial legislature and like told this story of like about spotting pipelines along the highway when she was little and she's like i just love pipelines so yeah, much who like, was I, that woman? i'm I so hate excited her so much. i'm so Lunatic. excited for yeah. this like new infrastructure and to protect my beautiful pipelines if you uh, if, yeah if you ever then, want a definition like, of a this, show this woman like while talking about this bill was like uh she showed images of like tiktok teens dancing yeah on the railways and she's like uh yeah i know i know uh, cue the Jeffrey Epstein music. Uh, uh, but um, okay. I was uh, just casually watching these videos. Yeah, but she was she was showing these TikTok teens like protesting uh, the pipelines and like uh, standing on the railways, and she's like, "Yeah, so these teens would be sent to prison for doing this now." <laughs> it's like, and this is you're, you're advertising this, like you're proud of this, you fucking moron. Send uh, the kids to jail. But basically, Alberta Advantage uh, tweeted like making fun of her, and it got a bunch of likes, and then she made a like an official response to the yes. podcasters yeah. being like uh sorry like over caffeinated liberals like i'm not ashamed of my childhood in the oil industry and then like all of them are like oh, wow that's hilarious like you made be. this whole video like 
responding to our tweet. Anyway, it was really good. So check out Alberta Advantage, everybody. But yeah, anyway, they're great. Jesse, continue. So my personal hero, Nancy Pelosi, who is Hotep now, yeah. which means she's good. She continued what has been a trend of just completely hollow and meaningless demonstrations by liberal leadership, both in this country and in the United States. You can summarize her whole political career with hollow, meaningless gestures at this point. She gets Jesse's who care at a week every week because like the (laughs) shit she does is just either at worst, like completely... Album uh, nonsense. Yeah, like her sitting in front of a $25,000 freezer while she's talking about the fact that Americans don't deserve more than $1,200. And asking for campaign donations. Yeah, to her campaign. Yeah. Her and Chuck Schumer, the two fucking reincarnated corpses that shamble among us. Yes, they kneeled for eight minutes and 46 seconds to commemorate the life of George Floyd. Then they got up and went inside and did exactly nothing about that. And now their message today... And this came out in The Hill, Demonic Magazine, but still, I get headlines from there. Yeah. Uh, Schumer and Pelosi are pushing to uh, quash the defund the police movement within yeah. the Democratic Party. So there's a lot to unpack here uh, with the Dems. It's beyond parody. Like, you know how Trump, it's very hard to make good comedy about yeah, Trump. Absolutely. What do you uh, mean? Be- uh, Cheeto, Orange Man, Oh, uh-huh, yeah, no, the, the fucking the <laughs> Cheeto is good. That does get the lull. <laughs> we, do, we do like to call him a Cheeto in chief. That's true. Uh, but be- beyond that, to make like actual, like, sort of like cutting parody of you Trump can't. is impossible. You literally Because he's so ridiculous. And he's like, funnier than anyone yeah, who tries. Yeah, he's funnier than any fun. writer in Hollywood. Us included. Yeah. Oh, Liberals are the funny. same at this point. You cannot write anything funnier than Nancy Pelosi, that like fucking lich, this like awful, cretinous, heathenous. I to steal, redacted. To mention the joke from Ben uh, Mora, who was fired from the Bernie campaign by some freak uh, adult baby, you know. Uh, journalist she looks like a shivering chihuahua with a facelift at all times <laughs> that's right <laughs> the fact that she uh puts on like this like traditional african garb uh and like kneels like if anyone wrote that joke it would it's too yeah. it's too ridiculous did she actually did she wear a dashiki she wore she wore a uh, kente cloth like the, the oh scarf my God. and i hotep in fury hotep nancy pelosi it's a come town joke brought to life I, I oh I'm disassociating me man it's I I I wish I know my job as a podcaster is to have like a, not a, a job but people come to our show because they're like oh I want to hear Dean's really nuanced takes about like XYZ <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. have no nuanced take other than I want I want to see the sea boil and her boil in it. No. I can't imagine a worse fate for this woman. I've decided she's hot now. Can I read <laughs> what the uh, what the Democrats suggested for this bill? Oh, yes, do we please. want the background okay. info? So, yeah, like, we one. they got their photo op. Now, what are they doing uh, okay. to pr- so, help the community? Uh, it's basically it's like a basic reform bill. So it forces. This is from BBC. Uh, forces federal police, which so it's just not the FBI who nice. interacts with people on a daily basis for the most part. But anyway, what are you guys laughing at? When you said BBC, we looked at each other and gave the nod. This show is so fucking stupid. This <laughs> <laughs> one so came from the BBC and we were like, hey, nice. Yeah, oh That's sick. Okay. Forces federal police to use body and dashboard cameras, ban chokeholds, eliminate unannounced police raids known as no-knock warrants, make it easier to hold police liable for civil rights violations, and calls for federal funds to be withheld from local police forces who do not make similar reforms, uh, makes lynching a federal crime, 
which is murder, but that's uh, sick. Which, lynching the, is also illegal to begin yeah. with. <laughs> limits the state of sale of military weapons to the police sure. and gives uh, the Department of Justice the authority to investigate state and local police for evidence of a department-wide bias or misconduct. Uh, and even the BBC has said this was like specifically a reform package pushed to avoid the defund the yep. police mo- movement that like obviously the left yeah. wing of the US is pushing for. So now yeah. should we pick this apart bit by bit? And then but also the thing is it probably won't even pass the Senate because like the it's a Republican controlled Senate. The There's no way. Republicans are psycho and, and Trump just tweeted like the the left wing radical Democratic Party wants to like take away and abandon the police like just Hell for yeah. me i want law and order etc etc so a lot of the stuff they talk about in there has also already been passed into yeah. law for example yeah. the new york city police department banned chokeholds in 1993 mm-hmm. it didn't stop them from killing from murdering eric garner with one yeah it yeah. didn't stop them from doing any of the shit they've done this also this belief in like oversight done by you know the fbi i'm sorry having Worse yeah. cops. Yeah, do you know who runs cops? the FBI? Ex cops. Yeah. Cops who graduated to be bigger cops. Cops who want to, like, they have dreams to join the CIA and essentially become cops in different countries and yeah. kill even more people, like Olaf Palm. Like, these are just fucking freaks. And it's like having them oversee anything. It's like, it's like putting a coyote in charge of, like, babysitting your child. It's like, oh, who ripped my child to shreds? And it's got, like, little shirts hanging out of its mouth. It's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Have you checked over there? It's like it is insane. Like and that I watched the the funeral for George Floyd today when I was at home after I finished doing some manual labor. Uh no big deal or anything, but I am several woods at a single time and throw them into a trunk uh, of my parents' car. Anyways, I was watching the funeral and some of the speakers were quite eloquent and moving, including uh perhaps most notably the niece of george floyd who as being the youngest person there also had the most radical things to say uh wherein she basically said you know we have to defund and disband the police which got a big round of applause Mm. but the mayor of houston who was a very like powerful speaker but he's like we are going to ban chokeholds and it's like yeah fuck great man they're already banned this is he's like talking about all the shit that's already been done and hasn't worked. Yeah. My favorite one that I saw, I I'm not sure uh, whether this was some like liberal think tank that came came up with this or like an actual like Democrat in power. But one of the proposed reforms was uh, asking cops or forcing cops <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, to to warn uh, someone before they fired their weapon yes. upon them. So that's I, what I mayor, know it's, that's it's, what the mayor talked about today yeah, as well. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're going to have to issue a warning before opening fire. It's yeah. Like, Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> Thank you for your compliance. Have you ever, I've seen so many videos of cops saying I will shoot as they are actively shooting yeah. someone, usually in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It's wild. It's like that's what it comes down to when you think about it when it comes to any amount of police protocol. When you're giving these people who are not trained in the position to like be, uh, what do they say? What do people say all the time? Judge, jury, judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. When you give these people with zero training to to have that opportunity, not um, only people, the dumbest guys from your high school. Yeah. Hey, boy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, I'm right. <laughs> you're 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 very correct. I can speak exact truth to that because there's a guy I went to high school with. 
and uh, you're not going to like this, Chance. Oh, no. Because he told me, he's like, I'm going to apply to work for the Kingston police. I am native. They have to hire me. And he was insane and, like, probably the worst person I've ever known. And he flamed out of the Kingston police. You know what? That's so hard to do. Yeah, I've, that's uh, so hard to do, buddy. You know what's funny, though? Like, on one hand, I'm like, that bastard. On the other hand, I'm like, there's been a lot of jobs where I apply it. I'm like... If I tell them they're, if I tell them I'm native, I'm gonna get the job. Like, <laughs> if, I'm easily gonna get there. If he was like, "Oh, I want to do it so I can fuck with the police," I'd be like, "Honestly, more fucking power to you." Yeah, but it's yeah like, that's cool. this guy or some was rogue like, warrior. This guy was just like a very mean, like very spiteful person yeah. who like was a bully to everybody, including the people he grew up with. So on he fits right the quote in. unquote res. Yeah. I only knew Oh, this so asshole. Funny. I want to know who this is. Off air, tell me who yeah. this is. He's a fucking piece tell of me, shit. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me right <laughs> no. now. No, <laughs> Not right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put the mic away. I, uh, I need to know. I, I only knew one person in high school that wanted to be a cop, and he was the dumbest guy. Uh, however, he failed at that and now is in a pyramid scheme. So... <laughs> Cool. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, That's the, sick. the one That's guy so from perfect. my high school who was really big on being a cop is now addicted to heroin, which like, so, not judging him for cop. that. He's still a cop. If you right? were... <laughs> yeah. Where do you think he gets it from? I, one time, uh, this is unrelated. You should probably cut this. No, no, no. Uh, but one time, uh, me and him and some other people were just walking around town at night, like hoodlums, uh, and uh, we ran into like this like scary Russian dude who claimed to have ties to the mob. And when uh, this guy uh, said like, oh, like I'm going into police foundation oh at Niagara College, uh, the, the Russian dude got very upset with us. Yeah. And I had to calm him down because uh, he's like, oh, you're a pig? You're a fucking pig? Uh, and I was like, no, 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 he's just a piglet. And he liked, <laughs> he liked that. And then he that decided pretty, to not kill us that in the is, parking lot. That is pretty <laughs> funny. <though>. Little piglet. <laughs> <laughs> he really did enjoy that. That's rather humorous. I do like that a lot. <laughs> but the other notable uh, instance of complete liberal pablum was uh, our beloved prime minister, Justin Trudeau, who went to a rally. I believe it was in, was this the one in Ottawa? In Ottawa, yeah. Yes, it was in Ottawa. In blackface. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I mean, that was... Making a statement. <laughs> that was to be assumed. If we're not specifying, just imagine he's in blackface. Yeah. I think... Like, like Dean is most days. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Trudeau taking a knee, and like the top response I saw is, who you protesting? You're in charge. This yeah. is what he did this with the climate protest too. He oh. makes me so angry. Every single protest is immediately ruined because he goes out and he's like, yeah, I love you guys. Guys, and but, then he marches with them and then kneels yeah. and it's like and he gets all these the fuck fucking photos Wait, we're protesting. Would, would you think we would be happier as a people if he didn't show up i guess I those aren't the only two options less. like yeah. if he it, i was gonna say like in my I'd head i'm like down from my dartboard in my head i'm like oh it's better that he's there than not there but then i'm like but, why are those the only two options why can't he actually like do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's liberalism baby yeah yeah, yeah where it's I, like I, either I you're there or you're not performative and i feel like it honestly does like make the whole thing feel dumb because it's like well we're protesting to you like are we even but, getting through to you like i don't know no. megan no, megan he doesn't give a shit but at all megan dean jesse he had throat singers at his inauguration. That is true. <laughs> Come I, on, I he's for the people. The full collages it's this week of him in every single cultural garb in the entire world. <laughs> I'm so tired. He's Mr. Worldwide. He's Pitbull. He's <laughs> coming in hot. Very funny thing to think of. It's like I saw pictures of him at all these rallies, and it's like, what has changed? 
He's yeah. at these rallies and nothing fucking changes. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should do what the Minneapolis people did when their fucking neoliberal little shit heel baby boy showed up, their mayor, where they booed him out of the fucking thing when he said he yeah. wouldn't defund the police. And yeah. they literally shouted at him, Jacob Frey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, Jacob Frey is gay. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that, that would have been way that funnier. Was my chant. I was immediately pelted with rocks. <laughs> like sugar gay, am I right? It's fine. I can say it. <laughs> Man. I have permission. I'm the only one. Like, <laughs> liberalism is a disease in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, uh -oh. but I legitimately despise liberals more than conservatives. No. I get where you're coming from, but I, I no, can't. No, like conservatives. You know what? I know, I you know, know I know. Liberals I, are more infuriating. Conservatives They're are more worse. infuriating. You know and what? I am, at my core, an angry person. For the first time ever, I agree with Dean. Thank you. They're not worse people, though. No, I, I genuinely don't believe that. I believe people. that uh, they. So I've always had this weird complex in my head where I feel like if someone's unintentionally nice, it's worse than if someone's intentionally evil mm. for some reason. At least and I don't know why. True. I don't know why, but it's because, like, for some reason, the intent matters a lot to me. Uh, what someone tries to do. And if someone's nice just by proxy it, without even trying, I feel like that doesn't mean nearly as much as someone being nice because they're trying and um, it, or have the intent for it. And I would rather someone be mean and have thought about it <laughs> almost uh, for some reason. Like, I don't think this actually plays out. But in my head, I believe that to be the case. Exactly. Like, I feel like if I was presented with that in real life, it would not be the case. But for some reason in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's better if they're intentionally evil than unintentionally kind because at least they have thought about what they're doing. Um, and, and the thing with like, uh, like neolibs and, and libs that just have everything like way off scale when it comes to priority, I feel like it's detrimental because it kind of, instead of pushing for people to actually learn and know why they're doing what they're doing, it's kind of just okay that they're doing it just because. So it'd be similar to someone being like, oh, I separate my recyclables from my garbage because... Uh, the city of Kingston told me to in comparison to someone being like, I separate my garbage and my recyclables because, you know, it's better for the environment and I care about like well-being in the future. I feel like that difference is huge. And I feel like like any kind of like liberal fallacies that people fall into is really detrimental to the cause because it causes people to do things without the original intention behind it. Right. Like all of these liberals and like, especially the Clinton people, like this is like a very like 2016 vibe after uh, Trump won. Uh, everyone's saying like, Oh, we live in a post-truth society. Uh, Trump lies all the time and like nothing sticks to him and he just gets away with it, which is true. But like liberals have been just bold facedly telling you lies for as long as I can remember, uh, definitely like the whole of Obama's uh, presidency was him being like, yes, like uh, the situation is bad and I'm with you and I hear you. Uh, and then doing nothing about it and actively sending the National Guard in mm -hmm. to protests mm -hmm. uh, run by Black Lives Matter and, you know, increasing the militarization of police among all other like neoliberal, just horrible but shill privatization things that happen. Are you talking about liberal politicians or liberal people in general? Sort of I, both. Because the point you made is politicians in which I'd agree with you with. But I think your opinion on who is worse, liberals versus conservatives, depends on the way you kind of slice in terms of how you view interpersonal relationships. For me, right, it's like right. liberals, I think, are ignorant, but I don't think it's a willful ignorance. They just don't know. 
And I genuinely believe that these people do have a capacity for good in their heart. That flame hasn't been snuffed oh, out. Course, right. Like yeah. they're trying, it I needs guess. To, yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. For example, all the people that posted, you know, the black square for Blackout Tuesday. To me, I think that's not helpful, but I understand where they're coming from because yeah. they know something's wrong and they need to say something, but they don't know what to say. You know, I will take that over someone who very clearly doesn't give a shit and sneers at this. So I understand liberals can a lot of times yeah. be okay. way more frustrating yeah, and are like, dog shit. I'm friends with that's a lot fair. more they're, liberals like than I am with conservatives. Yeah, a liberal can still get into the kingdom of heaven. Absolutely. I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, but I am saying that a liberal politician cannot. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you yeah. on that. I, I think they, they are despicable even, scum. Even yeah, liberal politicians, I understand they totally enable conservative politicians and like they need don't do anything. But like as we've demonstrated even in this episode like conservative politicians are straight up fascists yeah. like they are becoming fascists and were but, and are like but a, right, lot, a right. lot of liberal politicians are almost kind of crypto fascists because a lot of them are technocrats and the things that they espouse end up becoming like key assets to a fascist state oh yeah and it's, t- it's fascism like, with a shiny coat of paint people love to say like oh you need two wings for a bird to fly and it's like yeah you're right they're both awful and like evil you have your yeah. liberals and your fucking yeah. conservatives they fucking suck yeah i want to shoot that for a bird. rat to crawl i want to eat that fucking bird i'm tired of that goddamn bird give i don't want to hear about give it. me that bird meat i want yeah. bird meat for dinner but i you're definitely right like liberal politicians are some of the most disgusting people to have ever lived i still don't think they're as bad as conservatives. no you know what i think i know they're worse i take a oh step back goodness. from dean on that they're hot take bad. i think i think it is very bad and i think that um the problem with liberalism as a whole is the idea of complacency being okay and that if things aren't Mm -hmm. bad for me then things are great for everyone exactly um and i think that's a very dangerous thought but i think that is there's there's no way to justify that in comparison to someone who's actively trying to put other people down i think liberals tend to forget that they are not the only one when it comes to their uh, mm-hmm. political ideals and when it comes to, like, it, I think it's just a problem with individualism, really, where it's like, I'm doing okay and I need the police and, like, the black people aren't doing okay right now, indigenous people aren't doing okay right now. I'm going to try to help them out, post this black square, let's see what happens. Yep. Uh, and it's like, hey, buddy, it's like, it's like giving someone a gold star, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you're not perfect, but at least you tried. My cynicism, though... <laughs> is is the part where it's like yeah. you fuck you think you're a part of this like it's totally you know what i don't mean to shit on you dean i think it's kind of gatekeepy kind of gatekeepy yeah i think so because i'm like uh, i and the more i think about it the more i'm talking the more i'm thinking about it right and i'm like you know what these people are trying and they just don't know how and if you just tell them that they're wrong and that they're stupid which a lot of them are, and a yeah. lot of them are wrong and <laughs> stupid. But if you tell them that, it just pisses them off. You're not going to win them all. And, and, and the whole point of uh, uh, some liberals, like not traditional liberalism, but what we're talking about is like the modern interpretation of liberalism. Social liberalism. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people just want things to be better for other people, but they don't realize that what they're doing is focusing on themselves mm-hmm. and thinking that if their life is better, then other people's lives are better. If the system works for me, it clearly is a system yeah. that works for And everyone. I think that it's just misguided and and ignorant, but I don't think that it's actively bad. And I think the part where it becomes actively bad is when these people try to speak for other people's uh, experience. I think that's when it becomes dangerous. And I think those people 
shouldn't even consider themselves liberals at that point. <laughs> okay, yeah, but like again, I'm not. I'm not saying that all liberals are damned to hell forever. No, just, uh, <laughs> just the politicians. No, just the politicians. Just the lake of fire, baby. But every politician is damned to hell forever. Yeah, no, that because they're all part of the court. Except all four of us when we become Kingston uh, City Council. No, I will be. <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. Liberals, I'm offering you. I know you guys love means testing. I'm offering you a brave. I know you reform. love memes. Uh, I'm going to put, as Kingston City Councilor, this is canon, I'm going to be uh, <laughs> implementing a an Adopt-A-Liberal, and it's a posting mentorship program Oh, okay. where you will have, like, the liberal is not allowed to post anything until consulting with you first. You show right. them an example of good posts, yeah. like uh, the British guy the word come. throwing a cop into the water, uh, yeah, a cop falling post. off his horse from hitting good a... Good post. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just the word come. Uh, yeah, that's Wu funny. Wu-Tang Goku, an account that I followed in 2012 that one yeah. day just tweeted, uh, suck a fuck a ding dong. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, pretty. That's a good yeah. post. All top posts, and they'll see this and be like, "Oh, okay." Like, yeah, yeah they'll I get start it. to get it. Oh, yeah, you know what? You know what you're proposing, Jesse? Though, is that we just turn uh, politicians into like learning algorithms, like That'd AI. Be so like sick. we just feed them with memes, <laughs> and what they turn out is like we're just sitting back with all these like deep fried they memes and shit posts, proposing. and we're like, "This is the politicians that we wanted all along." They start proposing bills. It's like this bill is for badass masons born in july they yeah. don't suffer They're fools like, gladly they've got a bit of a temper they just start creating <laughs> yeah, words yeah, salad this, bills. This, this bill is for all my gamers out there <laughs> any gamers in the crowd that would be pogs so up for the gamers so but that's also, my proposal on how to improve uh liberals is to make them better posters then they'll get bad brains but they'll develop empathy also i want to say something that None of the four of us are black, and maybe there are black Canadians that thought him kneeling was like sure. powerful. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I feel we like, can't like speak for them. You know what? I think what you were saying before, though, is that it it it's very um, performative, mm. right? And yeah. it can still be powerful. It can still it, be an incredibly powerful image. It can resonate. I, I, I have sure. no yeah. idea. I genuinely don't. It's like know, pulling you know? down statues. It's like we're all just uh, we're all just jaded as fuck. Yeah, like he could have done anything. Like, if he stayed at home, we would have had the same conversation. But I, that's what I mean is, like, in my brain, for some reason, I'm like, either he's at the protest or he's not. Yeah. And it's, like, not the actual, like, active trying to make things better. You can cancel me this for this if you want. But um, Cancel me this. It's like, riddle, I, riddle, I, riddle I, me I this. I was thinking of riddle Shut me the fuck this. up. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Uh, you can cancel me for this if you want. Uh, I I saw a tweet that resonated with me. Uh, and Focus it's, suck a ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Well, after I read that one, I saw another one. Uh, that's uh, said something to the effect of um, in this country, liberalism has forgotten about politics and replaced it with acknowledging suffering. Politics has become acknowledging suffering. Sure. So we do, we, we pause when we give our speeches and we kneel while we're wearing like an African scarf. And that is politics. That is doing politics, not changing anyone's material uh needs or not addressing anyone's material needs or changing anything about how the society works but just acknowledging hey society is not working it's bad and while some may find that moving and while like uh because we're in such a media saturated culture and where you know representation in marvel movies is politics uh and like is transformative yes that I, again i could be wrong like that can mean a lot to people but at the end of the day you're still fucked uh and you're oh, yeah. like people are still being killed in the streets people still are working three dead-end jobs to make ends but i'm meet. just saying maybe it's not like immediately bad you know 
No, like, I'm saying I'm not saying the people are bad for like identifying with that or resonating with that. I'm saying the politicians are bad for even thinking that, that they can get away with it. But that's where I'm disagreeing with you. It's so fucking insulting. I, I'm saying it, it's not bad to just like kneel at in and of itself. That could be a good thing. It's like the fact that it is lacking accompanying action. But if he had done that and then done something material, like sure. it would have been extra good, you know? Like, yay. Yeah, but I, I think, don't know. I think yeah, uh, sure. symbolism definitely has become something that kind of has overtaken political action but yeah you need to create viral moments yeah that's mm-hmm. the entire MO. speaking of uh you know silence before speeches like you were saying and like oh we're acknowledging and representation um thank you for listening to this podcast produced at cfrc 101.9 fm in kingston ontario at queen's university situated on the traditional territory of the anishinaabe and haudenosaunee peoples um, I'm going to have to cut segue. that out and put it at the end because we have to put it at the end. So. Teratonia? <laughs> no, no, we, we can keep it right yeah, there. I liked it there. That's cool. You that's know what? Funny. I, I, I want to talk about that because this kind of ties in, and this is a very short bit that I'm going to get into cool. because I was thinking about the land acknowledgement the other day. I had quite a rant. I had a couple beers. Um, I was ranting. I've ranted about land acknowledgement for a long time. And something I didn't understand is that my partner has actually worked with the person who wrote the original land acknowledgement. Really? And uh, this person is actually incredible. And the original land acknowledgement that was proposed is so detailed and so good and has a whole section on how this can be abused and tokenized. Really? A whole thing. And that was always my beef. I was like, this is going to get tokenized. People are going to say this and think that everything's okay, right? Like the kneeling thing and the the black square and Coney 2012 and all that stuff. Like people are going to think, if I do this, then I'm good, right? Like if I do a land acknowledgement, then we're scot-free and I did my part when it comes to society and I don't have to think about it again. I do a land acknowledgement. I don't have to worry about it. My bases are covered. Yeah, yeah. I've ended Um, colonial. She literally wrote this in the original land acknowledgement proposal. Like it's Mm. in there saying this cannot be the only step. This is supposed to be the exposure to people so that they do something more, but it cannot be the only step even from the people who originally did this. And, And she interviewed tons of people and there's so much documentation regarding it. It's, it's, very interesting and literally every issue i had with land acknowledgements was addressed in the original one that's really, so really cool. that little bit that has become a token is very interesting to me because the original one tells you not to use it <laughs> as a token yeah. mm-hmm. maybe this is the the lesson to be learned for from our argument in liberalism here it's not that like the individual liberal is the problem uh because again they can do good work that's coming from a knowledgeable, a knowledgeable place and a moral place. Right. But by virtue of playing the game uh, and trying to approach these things through like traditional like liberal politics, it will be bastardized and it will be commodified and it will be just turned into another little, uh, another empty symbol, another little totem that you can wave around. Unless we do our part to fully understand where these things are coming from. I think it's when we take these things for granted that that's when that happens. Right, but I'm which, saying, like, which the, is a very simple thing to do. It's very easy to hear something and be like, "Yeah, this is just you know well, how I'm, it is." I'm, and this what is I'm what saying we do is, now. it's not on the individual. It's like the system at large like benefits from this tokenization and from this like turning actual meaningful uh, need for change into 
oh, here's something that we can uh, reference and like we can uh, talk about how that's an important issue, but ne never actually touch it. Yeah, I guess mm -hmm. so. I honestly, I think, I think uh, a lot of issues. I don't know. We we kind of went from like one topic to another, but that that I've learned a lot in this conversation. Not going yeah, to lie, I think I have as well. There's quite a few things that I really have to sit on when it comes to my regards to things. <laughs> There's two things I'd like to talk about before we wrap wrap up. One is just to talk about some of the material gains that these protests throughout the United States have created. Yes. Obviously, one of the, the first big thing was the fact that all four officers involved in the murder of George Floyd are facing criminal charges now. Whether or not that goes through is honestly going to depend on how long this movement can last. Uh, in addition, Louisville PD formally suspended no-knock warrants. If you're familiar with the story of Breonna Taylor, another young African-American who was murdered by the police, she was murdered by four Louisville PD detectives who issued a no-knock warrant to enter the apartment of her and her partner. She was killed while sleeping in bed. The yep. no-knock warrant was suspended. Now the issue is obviously going to be once that reaches the Supreme Court, it's a conservative Supreme Court and they're never going to yeah. abolish it fully. Also, the thing to remember in this case especially is that they were looking for a person who was already apprehended oh, yeah. at that point. Not even even yeah. remotely. Yeah, N completely meaningless in every sense of the word. Exactly. We have also seen uh, similar, let's say, solidarity protests start to explode across the world. Yeah. Black Lives Matter in England just the other day tore down the statue of Edward Colston, the most notorious slave Bristol? trader. Bristol, yes. Yeah. That was cool. That and was very Not cool. only did they cool. pull that motherfucking statue down. And earlier I said pulling statues down is symbolic because in a way it is because at the end of the day, it's so tough to address the actual root issues. But there is still value in symbolism. And the fact that these people got together and pulled down this statue and then fucking tossed it in the goddamn river yeah. Yeah, is the, incredible. The, the yeah. Same I think that's the furthest, furthest thing from an empty symbol. Yeah, no, yeah. meaningless That was also the same sure. docking port that was used for a lot of the slave, slave trades trade. in that yeah. area. And I love that on Google Maps, the location of the statue of Edward Colston has been updated to the river. Yeah. <laughs> in Belgium, King the statue of Leopold II, the architect of the Belgian rape of Africa, was taken down, defaced, and destroyed. Yeah, I, this I, morning. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. I think they're taking it to a museum now. They should burn it down, turn it into toilets. <laughs> <laughs> the only uh, our, the only monument to the Confederacy that should remain is the one of uh, Nicholas Bedford Forrest, which is made out of tin, and he looks like uh, Prince Charming from Shrek because it prove it disproves any notions of white supremacy because he's the ugliest motherfucking yeah. man in the world. Harper's but, Ferry can stay though. I've yeah. been there. It's really nice there. We have I've seen, <laughs> even here in Kingston, Ontario, a town I have lived in my entire life with a population of about 100,000 people, getting anybody to come out for any kind of social protest is like pulling teeth. Last week, they had 1,100 people that showed up to McBurney Park, Skeleton Park. They raised over $2,800. This is the Black Luck Collective. They're a group of uh, African Canadians living and working in Kingston, Ontario. They're the primary organizers of this rally. I was speaking to one of the organizers. I am going to try and get one of them on to the show yeah, to discuss. And we'll definitely link their stuff Absolutely. in the description of this they episode. They are a phenomenal local group. Uh, they're also organized. I know they're uh, playing a role and organizing a larger solidarity rally that's taking place this or sorry saturday the 13th mm -hmm. unlike yeah. the one that was supposed to happen last saturday this one actually is run predominantly by people of color and it is uh, explicitly marketed as a solidarity vigil if you're able to attend you can hear this episode on thursday and then the podcast will be out friday morning i highly recommend you show up please do practice uh good health and safety standards bring a mask bring hand sanitizer 
the events, we can also post a link to that in our description as Definitely, well. Definitely, yeah. And how can you tell these movements have had a long-lasting impact? Well, it's even started to affect everybody's favorite cooking channel, Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Yeah. Also, oh. the Toronto oh. police chief stepped down. So he did. Yeah. Saunders resigned. So did the NYPD police yes. chief. Yes, Louisville PD also fired their police chief. Yeah. yeah. Dean so. Dean actually stepped down as police chief. It was crazy. Do you want yeah. to remark on that? Um, I do. I do. Uh, now from a word from our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened was... <laughs> Uh, many of the local restaurants, uh, the coffee shops, <laughs> uh, the donut places yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where I frequent, uh, often on when I'm doing my patrol, uh, I will visit each donut shop in succession and yes. demand free donuts for my service. Of course. Uh, and if they don't, I do get hostile. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, I threaten the women behind the counter. You could even say uh, hog wild. I, I do go hog wild and I let my hog go wild all over the display case. <laughs> Uh, I hate this bit. We're ending this not bit. Not a bit. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, these businesses decided to stop giving me free donuts, and as such, I resigned. So, I've also just like the Toronto uh, chief police. <laughs> the TV show Cops has also been canceled. After yeah, that's years. so yeah. fucking. Yeah. Just so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, that's sad. I loved Cops, man. But right <laughs> that was a sick ass show. Kind of was. You can't break these cuffs. <laughs> uh, the bad boys are going to do whatever they want. If you are unfamiliar with the show Bon Appetit, well, the YouTube channel Bon Appetit oh, and the it's various a magazine shows, too. Yeah, yeah, but nobody reads anymore. <laughs> Reading's <laughs> pussy shit. This shit is sad. Uh, Dean and I, if you are an old head and you listen to Indie Morning Wake Up with uh, it's called Indie Wake Jesse up. and Dean, Indie Morning Wake Up, yeah. with Jesse and Dean, our back in the show. summer yeah. of 2019, we did have discussions up. about our favorite. Uh, oh yeah, BA we would talk panelists. ad nauseum about Brad and Claire, and it is. With a heavy heart that I must report Gabby's that Claire Saffitz is canceled. Yep. Uh, I have deemed her as a sicko for reasons that I will outline shortly. The Megan asked Dean's earlier. Hair? Yes. Mm. So the whoa, exact whoa, controversy, whoa. of course, in traditional fashion, it was reported that, oh, a photo of their editor-in-chief in brown face is what led to his firing. The actual truth is the material conditions of people of color working at Bon Appetit magazine were deplorable. Insane. I like can't believe they got away with it. Video contributors weren't paid for their on-camera appearances, despite the fact that those videos rack up millions of views yeah. and oftentimes but they're the, the most talented. Were yeah, Claire yeah, Saffitz, who is yeah. a gourmet pastry chef in Sicko, yeah. makes $20,000 an episode of the sh series she does. Oh my but God. she's a sweetheart, man. She's so good. Okay, okay, yeah. wait, wait. How is that her fault? That's a good question. Yeah, let's so hear about this because I want to know. She specifically went on hiatus and only would come back if they would pay her that ludicrous rate. She also, in her statements made on Instagram, didn't say anything about supporting the actual, you know, fighting for back pay for her uh, POC colleagues who have been deprived these video royalties, which her other colleagues did. Alex Delaney, for example, the guy who handles their liquor beat, is like super progressive. He's like a Bernie bro through and through. He's like, yeah, like yeah, they, a little cuck boy. He he kicks ass. Yeah, he's a good man. Shout out to Catherine, my friend. She and I love uh, Delaney. But he talked about like, yeah, they should be receiving back pay. Like everybody, including Brad, who is an idiot, was like, Brad's oh, not an idiot. Yeah. This hurts me, man, hearing your no, guys' no, opinion love, yeah, on this show. I love Brad. I'm I an idiot, Brad, too. I'm allowed to say Brad that word. Brad isn't politically true. connected. Even he's like, oh, yeah, these people should be getting their back pay. But Claire's like, I hear you. You're valid. She didn't oh, do this. Yes, she did. Oh, I, I consulted to... my experts. We had a group DM 
to uh, yeah. sort through the it. wreckage. All she does on every episode is just complain about how much work she, she does. She fucking sucks. I'm like, you cook for a living, pal. She also... It, and not even in a restaurant. Her family has a cottage in Cape Cod, which they Uh-oh. refer to as the compound, as Uh-oh. in the Kennedy compound, which is major sicko alarms. Alarms are going off. She gets yeah. paid $20,000. She went to Harvard. Yeah, not good. Her family is insanely yeah. rich. Yeah. She doesn't need this money. Uh, I think we can say uh, Claire from Bon Appetit, definitely a pedophile, folks. Oh. Are we allowed to say that? No. No, we're not. Redacted. Uh, but what's parody, in- parody. What's interesting is like even the people that I don't really like, for example, Molly was like, yeah, I'm not going to appear in any videos until our POC colleagues get paid <laughs> their yeah. video royalties. And I'm like, if you got me liking Molly Boz, who drives me insane because she refuses to say a full word ever, <laughs> she refers to Pepper as Pep. It's one syllable, Molly. You can say the whole word. If you can get me to like her, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. But this has become a Bon Appetit review show. My like, ultimate belief is that we should nationalize Bon Appetit. That would be so cool. I, I believe that we should put Brad Leone on the $10 bill. Brad Leone should actually be the president because he's- <laughs> That would be so he's good. He's the perfect dumb guy who's a good yes. person. Claire? Like some, some drama. Yes. Claire isn't even under contract with them. What? So, like, what are you talking about? No. What do you mean she's getting paid this she's much and doesn't? She's getting paid because she literally negotiated that. That is, like, a matter of fact. I'm so lost. I, I can't she's, accept this. She's an editor. <laughs> I'm so upset. Folks. But bon uh, a- bon Brad Appetit, for president. Oh, my God. If you want to win me back, A, uh, fucking pay the people. Yeah. The people of color that are completely holding this fucking show. Soul is the only one on that goddamn channel She's who so does cool. anything gabby man well yeah gabby oh, also. yeah gabby oh. stop queen. talking about bon appetit no, <laughs> wait, no 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 i actually closed off the show no, because i told you guys i wanted like. to do a this segment a like. and you've ignored me oh what segment uh rex murphy <laughs> <laughs> right rex so anyway <laughs> i'll make it five minutes but i have to have my moment in the spotlight okay okay let's or sorry hear. megan yeah fuck bon appetit so anyways, i've watched bon two videos <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, they were both boring <laughs> okay so in brief rex murphy uh bitch old man he uh <laughs> give more this. background than that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna explain he worked okay. for the cbc for a really long time he now writes occasionally for the national post and has his own uh youtube channel where he hosts such uh prominent figures as jordan peterson and then some random other climate deniers which is very fun uh does like long form interviews with them and recently based off all the protests he said uh canada is not racist in fact actually liberals and so it was very rough he was like basically saying oh well it can't be racist because our school forces like diversity down the Uh throats of children it can't be racist because like we say sorry to indigenous people, all of which things he, are things he's like railed against yeah, in the past. He's complained yeah. about. He hated yeah. doing those things. And then was now flipping it and being like, well, because we do all these horrible, awful, like things that I hate, we can't be racist. Yeah. I'd rather we were racist. Yeah. So then uh, Canada Land <laughs> a little piece on shit. him. And the shit that he's done in the past is very funny. He wrote like an entire thing about the song. Pimpin' Ain't Easy. Tremendous. <laughs> That's Tremendous. what it was. Wait, Tremendous. Tremendous. I'm not. I'm not lying to you. He wrote the whole piece on Pimpin' Easy. What? Is yeah. that what the song's called? Yeah. That's yeah. What the song's yeah called. Okay. Yeah. He, he he like did this like 700 word like response column to that song and was like, sorry, I didn't realize it was so hard out here. Full of pimp, and he like published that. So, <laughs> anyway, Rex Murphy is very cool. He's got his finger on the pulse. The smartest man in Canada. Thank you. Also, he looks like Gollum, 
and I hate him, and that's all I have to say. About that's him. so cool. I actually we got do an episode. I actually got uh, a critique the other day saying that we talk too much about people's looks when we don't like them, and we end up just calling them disgusting and gross. Well, How do you feel about that, Megan? Wait, someone said that we do that too much? Yeah. Well, we do. <laughs> no, I uh, disagree. Truth, we're truth uh, tellers. Yeah, no. Uh, Who care? Yeah, we're speaking truth to power. Uh, this is another and they're all thing. old white men. Everyone we insult. That so, is true. They are pretty gross. We also insult Nancy Pelosi, which is cool Wait, and good to do. I didn't. That was So just cancel <laughs> Dean, actually. Uh, but yeah, Rex sure, Murphy has had article Dean. titles in the past saying such things as in defense of old white males. Mm-hmm. White privilege concept is just racism. <laughs> What's a white guy to do? The bigotry of the progressives. And then the, it's hard out here for a scribe. You know for a fact he wrote like, What's a to do? And they're like, Rex, you can't say <laughs> that. We're like, Rex, my Rex, boy. Come on, man. <laughs> He's like, Okay. I would love to listen to the Rex Murphy Jordan Peterson podcast for the record. Yeah, next week well. we're actually having both of those guests on. <laughs> Just two men with very distinct, insane voices. Yeah. And also's Wikipedia says he's a vocal critic of arguments for anthropogenic climate change and proposed policy yes. responses to it. I thought you were just going to say a vocal cr- critic of argument. <laughs> <laughs> he's a vocal critic what? for uh, he's he's pro anthropomorphism and he's just like yeah. he's just like a furry bro. I want he to fuck the anamorph uh, covers. <laughs> lobbyists oh he's an investor national post things about what a a piece of shit yeah Yeah. what what a non-biased journalist thank you yeah also uh (laughs) for our listeners at home he's ugly and that makes him bad (laughs) that makes him a bad person you got a dog ass name (laughs) i'm challenging you (laughs) to a fucking fight in real life rex murphy i'm gonna beat your ass meet me at the mcdonald's so so (laughs) in cleveland ohio (laughs) rex murphy if you're listening to this jesse's an amateur wrestler and he really likes to do promos they call me mike vick because i'll be fighting rex (laughs) sunday at 7 p.m that was (laughs) it to keep that in man that was a that was a double header because she doesn't know the reference i don't know if you want to know the reference about mike vick google police 40 (laughs) percent that's right uh google yeah no Uh, no google septic awesome five if you're at home jack septic guy 40 (laughs) percent stop saying gross things that i don't understand uh okay thank you for for listening uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, I'll have blood on my hands. Give yeah. me a give me a kiss on the cheek. Peace.